Your Time by Liz Tina, who just so happens to be here in the studio here at Part the Pass. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's great to have you in. Well, thank you. Many happy returns. You, uh, you're no stranger to this space, nope. both in podcast and in just, uh, you were here last week recording Jamming Out, and uh, you're a very busy lady. So first of all, for those who don't know, let's introduce Liz Tina, singer-songwriter uh, out of El Paso, Texas. Um, plays a fusion, a blend of many genres. What would you call it? Uh, I would say, what, like, it's a, it definitely folky. Folky. Yeah. So just so you know what's up. And, um, you know, she's been one of my favorites since uh, I met her, like, two or three years ago. Maybe back in an October. It was back in October. Yeah, it was around these two months. Two or three years ago. Yeah. I remember because it's interesting how it all comes together. I was having a poetry reading with Valentin downtown at the Camino Real. Really? That's yeah. funny. And I, I just met him like just recently. <laughs> just recently, yeah. yeah. And uh, now we're here at Power of the Pass and we're creating content. And you, in those years, have done a lot musically. And I want to cover a little bit of that. One of the things is that lately you've been working on recording your tracks, including what you just heard, your time. Tell us a little bit about that track and the recording process. Well, um, it's, it's, it was overdue for sure. I've had that's one of my like first songs and I've always that really enjoyed yeah that I wrote it was a while ago and it was and I'm glad that it took so long to record it because okay. um I feel like it got better over time yeah I like that yeah, yeah. so um what uh, around what age would you say you, you were when you wrote that mm, I was 22 okay I like how you just say a long time ago <laughs> like, but was, it's interesting okay so five years ago. In terms of, of uh, singing and songwriting, what came first? Did, like singing or did you pick up a guitar or an instrument first? Um, it was a, it was like a riff I had already had okay. and I would just kind of play around with. And the words came first, I think. Okay. Um, I tend to focus a lot on the context of, of yeah. a song and like okay. the meaning of it or just talk about... I mean, sometimes songs just kind of come to you and um, in words and then later you, you put the emotion into the music. Damn. Okay, so I think yeah. your word your words tend to have uh, imbue a lot of uh, emotion in them for sure. That's yeah, the word you very, used, right? Emotion. I'm an emo. <laughs> I'm an we, emo kid. We all are. I mean, not all of us have emotions. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, she is wearing all black right now. Yeah, black lipstick and, too. Yeah, she's got the, the swoop. Yeah, got that dark blue eyeshadow. <laughs> I'm totally With lying, by blue, the way. It's got a nice blush. floral, floral look going on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, back, you know, so back when you first started, um, you know, it was almost like you kind of drew from your own experiences. 
of yeah. just life to kind of a kernel of, yeah. a, of a thread that you would follow with lyrics. That's and, right. And I like I like the way you put it. Like you then you follow that to kind of use the the music, the actual uh, melody, the, the the notes to kind of enhance that kind of emotion. Yeah, that feeling because uh, like music instruments are universal. You know <clears throat> they can uh, languages can be different, but music can you know say there's that. something in that universal language that's so. awesome there's that there's that one quote that where when words fail music speaks yeah that one you know and uh so what brought your interest um did was that just like on your own picking up a guitar and playing or did you did you do it in school or anything or well i started um i picked it up early but then i kind of abandoned it for a while okay. and then i got i got back into it when i was 19 okay so i picked it up for the first time when i was 15 and i just did some licks you know yeah and then at just 19, I, I also did a, a couple of licks, you know, like, and then just got progressively got more into it. She just started licking it up. Just you started know? licking it up until it was, there was nothing left. No, that, you know, yeah. <laughs> I ate the guitar. Yes. Oh, okay. She does um, that often. She usually has to uh, take two or three guitars to a gig. Yeah. Just in case. No, uh, and and so your time ended up being one of your first kind of lyrically written songs, and I like how you acknowledged how, you know, it kind of taken so long to actually record it, because in many ways the song or the way you've played it has evolved. Right? Yeah, it has, um, definitely. Um, I feel like I've gotten better. Even it took me a while to even get good with performing it, mm -hmm. you know, to get comfortable with myself even playing yeah, in front okay. of people. So that was a process in itself. Mm. And after I got over that, I paid attention more to like what I was doing and uh, with how... With the technique and everything. With the technique and mm. like the sound. I, and I, <clears throat> I didn't mean to interrupt you, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. You um, know, I, I've, uh, I've actually observed how a lot of singer-songwriters like first start with lyrics and the singing and then later on have to like kind of start to master technique or learn more technique to yeah. say the guitar. Um, and so over time, you that developed. And, and tell us about this particular recording that we heard at the beginning of the show. We, we heard a snippet, mm -hmm. but um, how did that come about, the actual recording? Well, the actual recording actually came about... I mean, I was already looking to record it, okay. but it all, in a way, kind of happened by chance. Because I was... Life. Right? Life does that. I was at this potluck at the Star City Studios. Yeah, the mixer, right? The mixer, yeah. Mm. And I won some free recording time at awesome. Star City Studio with David Mendoza. And the rest is history. The music child. Wow. Yeah. So when yeah. you're in the, the Music Hall of Fame, the, you know, in years Cleveland. on from now. <laughs> in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were just recently there, right? Yeah, I was. Did I you, was. did you, uh, well, you didn't get to go in. Yeah, I didn't get to go because I got out late out of work. So I couldn't, even, I couldn't visit. Uh, I was really work. upset. I wanted to see the pick of Destiny. I'm trying to imagine you. Know? you. Going no, to Cleveland, upset, like stomping through the, stomping through. Was it snowing? Was it cold? Yeah, it was really cold. It was really cold. No snow though. Um. Yeah, it snowed. I saw a little bit. Oh of snow. really? Yeah. Okay. So I imagine uh, just you having a moment at the, at the Hall, Rock'em Hall of Fame, envisioning your your spot right there. You yeah. know, like that's where I'm gonna be. That's or right. maybe I don't know if you have that thought that far ahead. Well, you know, that'd be that'd be something. Nice. We all have dreams, and yeah, that's definitely Absolutely. one of my dreams. So more immediate is, is you want to start recording more of your songs, and over the years, you've started that. 
Yeah. Tell, tell me about some of those experiences of getting to first get to record some of your pieces. Well, um, the first experiences were a little ways back. I, there was like friends that had like okay. recording equipment and well, I'd DIY record stuff. like a, yeah, okay. like a live take of, of something. But the most recent was with Coyote Blue. Okay. Um, it was a band that, mm-hmm. you know, I was in. And it was awesome. Iconic folk rock it was duo folk in rock El Paso. Duo, yeah. I was told that we were the Sonny and Cher of El Paso. Oh, somebody <laughs> said that? Somebody said that all, all cheesy-like. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I got, I mean, we recorded with uh, Luis Camberos. And Shout he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, uh, he mixed and mastered our stuff. And we were there for like a whole month. Yeah, I've getting, heard, I know. Getting it done. I would hear. <laughs> But it's fun recording with Luis. Luis is a super chill guy, yeah. super uh, he knowledgeable. He makes it very comfortable, yeah. I, you know, those are my first recording experiences too, in fact, with mm-hmm. him. Uh, so you mentioned Coyote Blue. How many How many bands have you? would you say you've been in? Um, only two. Started? Only two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two bands. Okay. I was before, with Velvet Vinyl. Velvet Vinyl. Before Coyote Blue. I remember that. I never got to see you guys because... Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun times. It was like I really got to experience how it was to work with other musicians. Yeah, that was and my that's first. A huge and it experience. was it was hard. You know, at first it, it's hard to like really, you know, mix together your sounds. I, I felt it's it's it was uh, my first band. Oh, it's its own challenge in its own right. I mean, yeah. there's the self, and then there's working with. But it's beautiful when it people. works out. It's absolutely it's super awesome. It's beautiful music. You could it's say, beautiful. you know, it's uh, magical. So. <laughs> Do you remember your first time playing in public, playing into to a crowd? Um. Well, the first time I performed, I was twelve, and it was like at a at a car show. At a car I show. I did like a like, like a song. Like a chicano, <laughs> like, sang, like yeah. with like the lowriders and all that, and. It was in California, oh, and I was like, so it was like for my elementary school. What? Yeah. I like because I always loved to sing. I just never. Oh, really... so you sang. Do you remember what you sang? I sang uh all you ever wanted by michelle branch really yeah how does that go did i even did i even say the name right i don't even i'm like <laughs> did i say the freaking name song right so you um, so you you remember that you're, you're yeah that was young. my first and i loved it it was yeah. it was fun and um, i got a good response i was like all small and and a little 12 year old oh look she's singing Look at her sing. She's good. It's quite the California accent. <laughs> no, no, California accent's more like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, well, now it's hippie, right? What about the Midwest? The Midwest? Yeah. They're all depressed there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I'm putting well, a I mean, blast, was, putting a no, hole. No, I'm kidding. I know, right? No, uh, colder, I was though. recently there, and I guess they don't get a lot of sunshine, but it didn't seem like they have a lot of, like... So you're trying to be a ray of sunshine in their yeah, lives? Yeah, they they weren't very humorous. They didn't laugh yeah, at your they, jokes. They didn't. I guess I don't do, you know, good with jokes. I uh, that's my experience all the time, regardless of where I am. <laughs> you, you say very corny jokes, right? I, yeah. I do. It's sometimes it's it's too much. I get it. Anyway, so um, was when you performed at that car show, was it? Um, did you like just go up there and one day, or like did did someone like kind of push you, got goad you into like doing it? No, I did it. You just yeah, I just went for it. It was like it was supposed to be a talent show, but then they were oh. like, "No, let's make this like a car show and have okay. everybody, you know, do 
perform. Whatever. Sounds like such a interesting uh, event. Like, well, a talent show, but you know what? Let's also make it a car show. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't turn out to be like a a talent show. It was just like all the students who wanted to perform performed. <clears throat> okay, and um, was that you? Like, so getting into into singing, for example. Did you ever pursue voice lessons at that young of an age, or is that something you've done only done later in life? I only did it later in life. Okay. I feel I should like I should have taken choir, but um, mm -hmm. I just didn't. You were never in, in choir school. or anything, or. Mm, I went for a half a semester, like when I had extra um, classes in, in senior year. Okay, and you did that. How was that? It was. It was cool. It's like a different style. It was a different style. It's completely different. <laughs> Can, can you uh, demonstrate some of like the the operatic? Uh, I don't know what you guys did actually. Well, we did a lot of like vocal warm ups, and I remember okay. we learned this like uh, this German this German song, opera. A German opera. A German opera going? song. I don't remember exactly how it goes, so I can't sing it. Her German opera. Opera. Yeah. Yeah. This is my bad joke. Case in point from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> German opera. Do yeah, you... but um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like go into <clears throat> getting lessons, and I just kind of went into it myself. In high school, I was a pothead. That's all okay. I ever really did. Awesome. So, and maybe I shouldn't say that. No, you're, but this that's is okay. a completely free podcast. You're able to talk about whatever you want. Okay. And later yeah. on, if you need me to any, edit anything out, we can. Okay. Can edit it out. That's okay. Um, that's good. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so, did you learn? You said how you learned um, some vocal exercises and warm ups. Did, do you still use any of those yeah, today it's good before to, you? It, 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 like it's good to sing? warm up before you sing. Um, I didn't learn that. I mean, I never really warmed up before singing okay. until recently. Okay. Because uh, it does help. It does help a lot. Yeah, I was, you know, I want to ask about the, the rituals of, of the singer because for as long as I've been around the music scene and around mm -hmm. singers, some uh, are very, very specific about what they do before they sing, before they perform. Yeah, it's well, actually very interesting what because... What they consume and everything. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't eat like an hour before singing or yeah, they don't... don't I heard it's bad to drink milk because of like you can... The dairy, yeah. The dairy, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, so I, I've learned a lot through that. It's good to stretch before you sing too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, stretch out your kind of your, your that's muscles. That's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Dang, do you just like... Just, is that where you disappear? Do some yoga like, I'll be before. right back. Do no. some warrior poses. <laughs> Warrior poses. Some, some upward dog. No, downward it's dog. just no. kind of simple. Just like, simple ones, okay. Like, so. No. so if you ever see her, she's just getting ready for a show. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then that's the thing. It came up recently on a, on a recent episode of the podcast with um, Callista. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've seen, you know, singers do everything. I've seen super, like, tight, like, don't smoke around me or, like, blah, 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 stuff well, like that. Or, yeah. I'm not that but I've, but I've also seen like singers like, I'm going to smoke three cigarettes before, and, yeah. and chug down this beer and, and have like some too. tacos, you know. Yeah. And they still kind of nail it. It can be. I honestly think that it can be like a mental thing at the same time. Like True. it could be like a psychological. You see it a lot in feeling. sports, right? Yeah. Um, so maybe there, there's a little bit of each going on in there. Um, so lately, though, you say you have been. Warming yeah. Up, warming. I mean, there is definitely things you can do to feel you know, better to do better, like prepare for your art. One so, of the one of the ones I learned was uh, the lip buzzing. Yeah, those. And then, yeah, those. You do those. The 
Yeah. Like, like I guess baby noises are like jets and One that vehicle. I like a lot is uh, called The Siren. It's like a... I'm not going to do it. Demonstrate. No, I got... No. For those of you... It's, so if you're listening, okay. I like... I stood up in my seat a little bit and I perked so up. So this one that is actually... Okay. It helps the uh, singers project more because that was something that I had trouble with. Yes. You know, projection. Okay. And um, what it does is you start out from your really lower like chest voice and go up to your the head voice. Oh. So, and it, it sounds like a siren. Okay. I've heard those terms. That's what it is. Oh, cool. Do, do you ever, have you ever set any car alarms off? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Then you're not projecting enough. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. I'll get there. Break I've, some I've heard windows those terms, stuff. chest voice and head voice. Mm-hmm. One of the things is I think um, people starting out singing or, or maybe more amateur mm-hmm. sing from the, the head, from the, the throat, and it's like forcing it. Yeah, right? it's never good uh, to sing from your throat. Yeah, that's everybody pretty much knows that. Yeah, everybody. Um, everybody hears i mean everybody like hears about like oh sing from your diaphragm and, and whatnot right. i'm gonna edit that out <laughs> no you have to keep it no, <laughs> nonsense <laughs> anyway so we were talking about your your recording right and and uh playing with the bands and, and playing for the first time mm-hmm. see what i'm talking about like my conversations in the branch offs yeah, All they the do different things. But if that's we, okay, if we head back to that, you know, I feel like it's still in the bubble. Good, like absolutely. within the same category of things. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. And so um, over the years, you talked about recording with Luis, and and uh, now you want to start really getting serious about putting out your own EP. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like recording and re-editing over and over, and just getting it perfectly. That's something I want to do with. The songs that I've even recently recorded, maybe even re-recording that. Okay. And um, just creating an EP, having it out. And I want to, I'm going to put out uh, Your Time. Yeah. And uh, a song that I recorded with Luisa a long time ago. I've had it. It's called Parasite. Yes, Parasite. And, um, yeah, that one. <clears throat> Which I'll mention uh, right now, uh, one time, uh I guess we had known each other not not too long, but I invited you over to come try out recording that. Yeah, I remember. I was just learning recording and uh, got to hang out with my cat, I think. Yeah, your cat, Nova, right? Yeah, yeah she she's was there. cool. But uh, that was really fun. I have that recording, but I, I kind of messed up on the guitar sound. But, you know. It's all I good. I, I got fired. <laughs> I got fired. Nah, but Luis I... did a great job. Luis <laughs> taught me a lot, actually. I, I didn't mean, I, had, I, don't, I don't know if I had known him just yet but i was getting into like home recording and stuff as well i guess mm-hmm. a lot of people are yeah um, but it's something i want to eventually do i just <clears throat> haven't gotten around to it See that you have parasite i need to yeah do that. and it's great. just good to be in charge of your own media in a lot oh, yeah. of ways I, I, that's why uh diy culture is so important in uh just music it's the way music is working these days more and more people are having more access to to equipment and it's becoming a lot easier a lot of people are a little cynical about that but in the end, I, th- I think it's great because it's encouraging people to pursue their passion. You know, people who, it's more accessible, yeah, uh, I think. You know, it's really good because you learn all aspects of your art. Yeah. Um, and it's good to, to be a full-rounded musician like that. Like, if you can record and you can write your own music, you can sing your own music. Even people that dance and sing, like, that's amazing. Absolutely. And, and so, speaking of this EP, about how many songs were you... Planning, planning on adding there yeah i think i'm gonna do about five or six okay a lot i have a lot of new ones that i have to really um sit down and just perfect 
still, yeah. I think. You know, I know one of the things that goes into creating something like that is thinking about how it works as a collection all together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how everything fits together. And so is there a theme or, or a, a strand that connects all the songs you're planning to throw on this? Well, definitely, I think a, a theme of love. Okay. You know, that's a universal thing. And it's just like finding hope okay. and even like heartbreak. Hopeless, yeah. romantic, because frantic for the flight of words to slam in the heartstrings. That. Right, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that, all that. Awesome. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard it in your lyrics. And, and I guess that's something that I think really, I guess, uh, connects me with you, your music. Is Thank you. The way you express yeah. these things are, I think, things that we've all kind of had on our minds or have been through. And it's, you know... I think that's kind of one of the goals of art, you know, is to connect people that way. Yeah. You know, when you when you play music, how how do you see yourself? Like, what what do you see your goal as? When I play music, yeah. my goal, well, is uh, like you said, to connect with people and just try to make my words important. You know, like okay. kind of like a song I have that I had with Coyote Blue. Mm -hmm. Like I, I meant what I said in a, a first lyric that goes like. Uh, I don't like to speak with empty words. That's yes. just like how the song starts. Yeah. And that's like, that's I guess. Really start it. Yeah. yeah. I really want to focus on what I'm saying. And I don't, I do, I am kind of scared of sounding the same as people. Mm. That's something I worry about. Like maybe sounding too generic. Yeah. 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 Wow. I, but and at the same time, then I think when it comes to writing in any form, a lot of people have that anxiety yeah. of, am I being genuine to myself or am I just, you know, being cliche, which is super mm -hmm. easy to fall into. Yeah, it is. Especially when you're trying to write lyrics. In that song, you know, that's the one, right? I empty my mind to feel full. Yeah. That's still one of my favorite lyrics. You awesome. Know? Yeah. And, uh, I empty my mind to feel full. To feel full? To feel full. <laughs> not, like not like I pity the fool, but like, like fool, like I'm fool, like I just ate some pizza. Yes, I I totally got that. <laughs> Although lately I've been using I've been using that just, yeah, a, pity the just fool. A jokingly like you fool, you fool, you pit you know. But I pity no fools, <laughs> not like Mister T. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like that that lyric. Um, and those those lyrics come out really nice on that. Thank you. Um, tell me more about some of the songs you've been writing lately. Lately, um, yeah. well. They've been very about um, about live. Uh -huh. Oh, about really? Live and stuff. There's a, there's like a recent song I have uh, that's called Instant Gratification. Okay. That one's more about like um, it's based off like I make this character in my head that's uh, this this person that just can't really find fulfillment in in something other than something that would give her like an instant gratification. Hmm. That's and that's her downfall, you know, like. So. That is an interesting insight that I had never <laughs> heard before from you. So perhaps even that could be kind of one of the threads. And uh, even the, I think even the songs you choose to cover kind of fit within those confines. Like so, so? so tell me about some of the songs you've chosen to cover over the years. Well, um, recently I've been covering like um, Carla Morrison, mm -hmm. that song. And also... Uh, I've been covering like Julieta Venegas over the years as well. Uh -huh. um, you know, like singer songwriters that are very romantic okay. kind of thing. So, yeah, it suits me. Okay. 
Do you model your, your style after anyone in particular? I don't think I do. Maybe I should. I know it's it's a good thing to maybe, like, it's a, you know, uh, something I've been trying to do, maybe get, learn a full album of somebody's. Wow, huh. But um, I just haven't done it yet. That That is, but I, I don't model after anybody else's work. I just kind of learn the songs I like. Okay. And uh, maybe put a little bit of myself in it and okay. learn from them as well. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and the only reason I ask that is, you know, I think um, I say it all the time on this show, but creation requires influence. So yeah, I like how I mean you've taken what has inspired you, mm-hmm. right, and and had and transform it into your own because that's ultimately what creation is. You transform that inspiration into into your own thing. Um, <laughs> you know, one th- one of the things is you know I mentioned at the beginning of the show you're a very busy lady. Um, <laughs> one of the things is right after this you're gonna go sing your heart out at a karaoke contest that is right that you've been doing the winner gets 750 bucks oh the man. first place second place is 500 uh-huh. third place is 300 so i i hope i at least place you know that so, hope for so what like you're saying is if you win you get to share with friends right you yeah buy a drink or i'll two. get you guys like uh some some cheetos or you should have said that earlier <laughs> some cheetos <laughs> Just kidding. There better be some cheddar cheese in that. Some cheddar cheese. Some melted cheddar. Cheddar cheese. Cheetos. No, but uh, so how long have you been doing like that karaoke scene? That's kind of interesting. That, uh, it started about a month ago. Okay. And the, this is like the final round tonight. So final round. The final round. So whoever gets those three places wins. But uh, before that, we, um, we they had like a meeting at, at this bar, the district, every Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to acquire three tickets yeah. throughout the span of, I think, five weeks. So a little bit over a month. Okay. And I acquired the and three tickets. And you've yeah. been, like, so you've been getting those tickets. Of course. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have it, see it any other way, really. <laughs> uh, I've gone out. I've seen you at a couple of those. Um, it's, it's a whole different world. It is. It's interesting, you know. Like, people, like, get really into the songs and get their genres and styles. What have you learned from, like, doing karaoke? In public, as opposed to like say performing your songs in public. Um, I think the theatrics of it is yeah. is important. Yeah, it is very important. So <laughs> I do tend to choose like uh, like I said like lovey dovey songs because I, I feel those more and I just kind of do my little I think uh, lovey dovey movements. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, great, I, and that's exactly <laughs> what I was looking for when I asked that question. Yeah. Does do you feel like that theatrical side? Is, do you ever see it transferring to your performance side in any way? Yeah, I think so. I get very sway. Like, I mean, I you've sway always had, you've lot, had your like, trademark sway. Yeah, a little. I dig it. It's um, like your way of keeping time, but it kind of like, it's almost like you're trying to mesmerize the audience, you know, with a little, a little <laughs> sway, you know. <laughs> if it works that way, that's great. Yeah, I think. <laughs> so it, that's good. I think it kind of does. Um, <laughs> so um, recording this EP, have you thought of a name yet? Uh, you know, no, I, I can't really think of one exactly right mm. now. I mm. have thought, I have thought of, you know, like the, how it's going to look and I want it to be just a very warm feeling. Okay. Maybe something, um, I don't want to be, like I said, g- generic, like yeah. I don't want it to be a generic name. So yeah. I have, things have popped in my head, like on the, along the line of like, uh, hope and, uh, okay. to be happy where you are because uh when you do things with love it you know you're living in a world of love and and it's just gonna be nice for you 
Yeah. No, it's not good to dwell in negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. So uh, something along the lines of that. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna love that. And so I, one of the things I think you're you're gonna do is you're gonna put your time, some other recordings on Bandcamp. Yeah. Right. And uh, what's your plan with that? Well, with that, uh, I'm gonna hopefully I'm gonna ask for donations on that. Maybe put it on other outlets of internet, and um, and try and get some donations and stuff. Even if I win, if I win this um, con- karaoke contest, that I want that to go towards recording. That'd be perfect. Wow, it's almost so. like a movie. <laughs> That'd be great. We should make a movie. <laughs> if you win and you need, like you make your first EP and those are the first of many, awesome, many, yeah. many steps that you've already been taking. Yeah. By the way, right? Oh, that's too perfect. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll be like my own hype man at that. So the contest point. is happening like right now after we're recording this. But that's right. by the time you're listening to this, it'll have already be done and she'll have gotten some money and and uh one way or another and and is will be working on her her ep that's right that you should check out and so if you want to check out her music where, where can we check your stuff out well um i have stuff on soundcloud okay. and i'm gonna have that stuff on bandcamp pretty soon bandcamp. so that's that's where you can find myself i'll place the links if you want to check it out by the way so that's liz tina l-i-z-t-i-n-a liz tina <laughs> and uh, on Bandcamp, that's going to be listina.bandcamp.com. And for SoundCloud, I believe that's Listina Music. Yes, that's right. You can also follow her Facebook page as Listina Music. Yeah, and be I, kept up to date. I'll add all the links. I'm pretty sure I've already added some links to the Facebook page that I have. Yeah, so it'd be a good idea to follow, be kept up to date. Um, and really, one of the things that that I think this opens up to is the music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last couple of years, I feel, I don't know, it's been interesting to see it grow so mm-hmm. much, but also there's still a lot for wanting. So tell me about your experience of navigating throughout the music scene in our region. Well, the the music scene here in El Paso is a, it's kind of, it's fairly small because, you know, the city's not, not as big as, you know, like LA or sure. any other places, but it's a, it's a very loving community. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it is hard to get paying gigs uh, mm. for a lot of artists. And uh, I think we were talking about this earlier, that it's not only because, because you know, like the venues are, are bad. Yeah. It's just because they sometimes they can't afford it. Yeah. But um, at the same time, you know, you get some promoters that, you know, try to dip you. and like it's, Have you had experiences like that? I think earlier on, like a while ago, like mm. when I first performed, you know, ever. So um, for people maybe just getting starting, just starting out performing or, or maybe want to start doing that, do you have any advice for those people to avoid something like that? I would say, you know, it's always good to book, book your own shows, talk okay. straight to like directly to the bars or mm-hmm. the venues you're working. So not through someone? And it's okay. It's okay to do free. I do free shows yeah. every now and then, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been, you know, like people have scolded me for it and been like, hey, you know, you need to know your worth. Like... Yeah, do that's, this that's like, a big and it debate. is, it is important, um, but it's okay to do it for charity, like you know, every now, every so often. I, yeah, I think you pick your, I pick you pick and choose your battles. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, uh, you definitely. I think part of changing that culture of paying, I think that's that's the argument is, as long as people will do free shows, 
it is a little bit harder to create. Yeah, and I, um, I totally understand that. Like, and it, it, and, it is uh, true to a certain extent. But at the same time, right, I think, uh, you know, you also kind of have to work with people and together that way. And so I'm, I totally see both sides of that. And, mm-hmm. and so we got to figure out how to... Um, I mean, I do, I do agree that it's an art form and it's, it's a job. So, yeah. you know, we should have more venues that do pay musicians that, that are, work hard for and, and, what they produce. Yeah. And some try, some do, right? Because, you know, you also, as a musician, have to invest in recordings, in uh, practicing, even lessons cost money. Yes, like, yeah. Everything costs if, money. If you're serious so. about it, right? Yeah. You, you mentioned you, uh, you've you been taking vocal lessons, right? Yeah, I have. Cool. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about those? I feel like they have been, um, maybe it, it is a psychological thing, but no, but they have, they've been working for me. <laughs> maybe um, a... No, I think uh, they've been... I've been trying to um, get a, a higher range because I've always had that like middle mm-hmm. or like mid range, and yeah. I know I've been able to hit high notes, but to build like the resilience for it, you know. Yeah, I've definitely heard. Uh, I mean, catching. I go to a lot of your shows, you know, mm-hmm. and I've helped you out with sound for yeah, a couple of them, and I've definitely, I definitely have picked up on on kind of your range. Expanding and, and not just, I mean, not that you haven't had it expanded, but now a little bit more comfortable. Oh, yeah. You know, being a little bit more comfortable in those higher ranges. And yeah, definitely. It's, it is about comfort. That's why I said yeah. that it's like a psychological thing. Like, I always, it helps. <laughs> it, exercises do help, but to a certain, like, you do have to be willing to not, don't be afraid to mess up. Yeah. That's like, because you're, as a singer, voices crack yeah. sometimes, you know, like it's, it does. It happens. As long as it's not you're happening all the time. Destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the case, maybe you're doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, maybe maybe you should just stop. No, I'm kidding. Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. She looked. She, you should see the way she looked at me when she said that. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm playing. I'm no, playing. Richie. But when you're talking about how it's psychological, I th- I think of that scene from Space Jam, when when oh. remember halftime and they have like the special juice and they all drink it and they get all. Oh, yeah, up and like yeah. it's MJ's and then secret. It's like, a placebo. it's like water, you know, and, and but everyone's like feeling it. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of brought it up a couple times in different aspects, but you know, um, not only comfort, but just, um, what's the word? Ferocity, you know, just kind of feeling comfortable in your skin and, and just wanting to go out there and, and own it. Attitude, yeah. your attitude. Attitude, Go yeah. so far. Tell me about your, your attitude. What's your attitude when you go up there? My attitude when I go up there is um, I'm doing what I love. Yeah. So I just want to share, uh, you know, a piece of myself with everybody. And, right. um, and I just want to share what I love. That's and, uh, it, and I'm happy. I'm happy to be up there. And I'm sure that people can feel it. I think people do. I know uh, I caught you at Sunset Heights Block Party as well. And uh, that was... That was early on the day, but you kind of started kind of gathering people in, right? <laughs> By the time you started performing and singing. And uh, I think everyone who hears you for the first time is just kind of like, who's that? Who are you? What's going <laughs> on? What's your story? You know, My like, story, yeah. You know, and, and a little bit is like, if you listen to the lyrics, damn it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> oh. But, uh, you know, I, I think you have the appropriately named uh, Listina Muse as your instagram handle all that too you know like just as you know what is your muse when you come out you you talk about love and and hope hopeless romantic huh yeah damn that's where it's at you know i think that's good keep the art alive the spirit the art 
Um, anyway, so what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, the best advice I've ever received? Like you specifically, like, like you me specifically? as a person. Yeah. Well, everybody the, or the, gets more the, than one piece of advice. But and, and the one true. that has spoken to me. Spoken to you. Yes. Like, oh. And, and so when I say, like, maybe the one that resonates strongest in you the, in a way that your actions are still kind of guided by those words. Okay. Well, um, it's to it's better to regret something you did than something you never did. Wow. So how does how does that affect like your your uh day-to-day life and actions? Well, uh kind of like when uh I was talking about how I did have to work to really be able to perform in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. Um like I pushed myself to be comfortable and I would have regretted not performing ever in front of anybody or even like just yeah like when you want something but mm-hmm. you're afraid you're afraid it's not going to work mm-hmm. you know it's it's better that you try it and you know either succeed or, or fail, fail. Yeah. than to not even try and just completely fail because a lot of times we let fear stop us from doing that thing that's right you know, uh, I've also brought this up in, in past episodes, but, you know, there's a bunch of articles about people's last thoughts, you know, on their deathbeds. And that's one of one of those things. There's, you know, they wish they had taken more chances. You know, their one regret is like, oh, they wish they had pursued that one thing and, and not let fear stop them from doing so. So for your, all of you guys listening right now, why not? You know, why not? Just do it. Like Shia LaBeouf says, you know. Just do it. do it. How? Just do it. <laughs> yeah, you did it way better than I did. I don't. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think I did it better, but yeah. Don't let your dreams. We'll let just you, be dreams. Just be dreams. <laughs> That's pretty motivational. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So uh, I know you're super, super, super busy. Um, it was great having you on again. Um, we had you on an earlier episode as as one half of Coyote Blue, mm-hmm. and uh, now it's fun because. Lately, you've been been able to explore your own music, yeah, and see it grow. Like I, I've had a, I've been a huge fan of hearing you play with Chris, for example. And yeah. uh, now I want to hear what's up with with Jean Luc. You know, you'll be playing oh, with yeah. him a little bit. That's gonna and, be really uh, nice. Collabs, you know, uh, just working with different people and seeing how your your sound fits. Like just it's it's a fun adventure, right? It is. It is an adventure. And, uh, you know, and it like again, it's beautiful when you find something that just fits so well. Yes. Yeah. So well, like a puzzle so well. piece coming in, you know, together, <laughs> and it just works, you know. And you find another piece of the puzzle, and then the picture starts to come together little by little. That's right. And sometimes yeah. it just takes patience, but it, also action. Yep. You know. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. I think I'm just inspired, really. Um, so, uh, with that said. Do you have any shout, last shout-outs you want to give out? Well, just... I feel like a lot of people in the music scene here in El Paso, like, you know, Mountain Vibes, um, oh, Daniel yeah. Rivera, mm-hmm. Chris Serrano, yeah. Jean-Luc, he's going to help me tomorrow with... Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc, he's a really good pianist. Absolutely. He's a really good guy. Um, you know, Javier Martinez, uh-huh. um, Tony, Antonio Salazar. That's right. He's a... Oh, Great Shapes. He's he's in a really good band great called shapes. Great Shapes. That's right. I really, really dig their style. They just really got cool back stuff. in the town. Yeah, they were just in tour. Yeah. Um, you know, my my old bandmate. 
Yes. Damien Gray. What's up? You know, it was... Shout outs to everyone, yeah, you know, everybody. and people who over the years have just been part of your story. Yeah, Damn, we didn't even get life. to talk about busking. Right. Just about that. Like, I recently got into that. You, and, and you've been doing good. it. Yeah. I know. I've been to pick you up and you're like, sorry, I'm late. I ended up busking, you know. <laughs> yeah. And the, a crowd formed around me and now they're just requesting songs. <laughs> so be on the lookout. You know, you might catch her playing around town somewhere and just out in the front of a store or yeah. out on, the, you know, a park, plaza. Have you played any parks? Uh, no. San Jacinto? Yes. The plaza. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That's a park. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see it as the plaza. Like, it's downtown. <laughs> it's just... It's just... <laughs> Placita, you know. <laughs> yeah, there and um, outside of the Chihuahua Stadium. How much uh, does busking help in terms of your your technique and form? It's like practice, it, huh? Um, yeah, it, it helps because you see how people react to you. And uh, sometimes... Just trying new material and seeing how it how it sounds or how people like it. What's one of the strangest reactions like you've received from a stranger playing out in public? Um, well, that's probably not strange. I don't know. Um, nothing, nothing too see. out of the ordinary. I mean, there was this this guy that was having a bad day and he he cried. Uh, I guess I'm pretty good at making people oh, cry because I make shit. good sad songs. <laughs> There's a but tear that's okay. rolling down my cheek right now. And um, but I also make happy songs. You know. <laughs> And uh, so this guy recently, he was like telling me that, yeah, I had a really bad day. And, and if you could, he kind of stayed there a little too long. And it was a little like. Oh, yeah. Uh, like when someone like stays should, at the end of a party too long. You should leave because I'm trying to buzz here, you know. Like. Damn. And then uh, he kept giving me cigarettes and I was, and then like, you know, like dollars and stuff. And I was like, cool, <laughs> thanks. I'm probably not, like, and then I ended up keeping the cigarettes in my purse. And they ended up breaking, you know, I didn't oh, smoke them. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. And, um. Another one that's not strange but kind of annoying is when like, I'm sorry, I like I don't mean to be like negative about it, but there's like this older man that came up to me and like was just there talking forever uh-huh. and telling me about how he I should go to his church mm. and this and that and, and I get it, I understand, you know, like yeah, you liked it, you liked what you heard, and mm-hmm. maybe you know you want me to visit your church, but. Then he starts like going off and talking about other things and and he's oh, just trying to stay there. I'm like, hey. Like, you didn't even give me a dollar. Like, can you, You're like, su- yeah. he didn't even, I was like, hey, I'm working. Like, Actually, is- I do wish people understood more more of that, yeah. that if you're going to be taking up time, or if you, I don't know, you stick around, yeah, listen, yeah. like, it does, just anything you have helps, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then I, I told him that, and then he finally, he's like, oh, here, give me two books, and it takes <laughs> off. <laughs> See, and you were, you were just straight up about it. Yeah, you gotta Direct. be. Yes. You gotta, you, know, you gotta be, sometimes you Sometimes, if you're just, like, too polite, and you... You miss yeah. out on playing songs. I guess, you know, time. you learn things like that also yeah. busking, like just the, out the, in the communication world. with the world right. and how, how to deal with people Damn. in certain ways. That's I like that. I'm glad yeah. we got to touch up on that at the end. Um, just keep playing. Keep doing your thing. I, I've, I've loved seeing you grow a lot over the last years since I've seen you. And, and it's not you're not done. You know, obviously, yeah. you know that. You don't need me to tell you that. But uh, if you guys listening... Check the check her out online again, listina.bandcamp.com. You can also find her as Listina Music on SoundCloud and Facebook. Um, until then, we're gonna close out with her song Parasite. Uh, yo, this is the Beyonce Podcast. My my name is Rich, and this is Listina. That's Peace. Right. Peace out. This Thanks is for listening. This is Parasite, but Listina. Mm-hmm. 
There's a parasite in her living room. Parasites know when to strike and devour everything. You're a Cause